Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Kendra Dolke. Kendra, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, You're my first uh, pro volleyball player I ever interviewed. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, so let's just go back in time. Um, how did you first get involved playing volleyball? Uh, um, it's kind of a funny story, actually. It was Volleyball wasn't like my first sport that I ever played. It was actually basketball was like my main main sport um, pretty much since I was like, I would say probably I was like eight years old when I really was like starting out basketball. Um, and I had recently moved from Minnesota to California and, um, I was going through like a new middle school in sixth grade and the volleyball coach saw me walking around campus and was like, Hey, are you coming to volleyball tryouts? And I was like, Oh no, like, I don't, I don't play volleyball. Like I have no idea how to play. I don't know the sport at all. And she's like, Oh, I think you should really try. I think you'd be good. And I was like, okay I guess we can give it a try but I was like super hesitant you know because I was like my mind was always like on basketball um but then I like went to tryouts whatever and all the girls are super welcoming and even though I really sucked they put me on varsity (laughs) because I was tall I was like really tall for my age um they put me on the varsity team in middle school and I just had like the most fun you know on that team and just learning a bunch of new things about the sport and stuff. And right after that year that I played with that team, they wanted me to play on the club team, but my parents had said no, cause it was like a full time, you know, year round thing with club. And I still had like basketball season and stuff. So I didn't play club my first year, um, but then the following year, so I was 13 at the time, um, I ended up, quitting basketball the next year and just doing full club volleyball and since then I was just like I hit the ground running and I haven't hadn't stopped for you know the longest time so that's kind of how I got you know my foot in the door with volleyball and everything yeah it's crazy (laughs) now I always ask people like did did playing like other sports like help you you think like with volleyball For sure. Yeah. Um, I also played a little bit of tennis and I think in terms of like hand-eye coordination, you know, reading where the ball's going, reacting to it, um, for sure translated into my volleyball, my volleyball game also. So yeah, I think that played a huge role and just to like, into playing like the natural, you know, movement of sport and everything that like really helped me in the long run, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then what about uh, just like during high school, when did like uh, recruitment offers start coming in? Um, recruiting, it was, okay, so it was a little weird for me. I, in eighth grade, so my second year playing club, I played up in the 18th division. Um, so I played with a bunch of older girls. Most of the girls had either been signed or 
you know, were getting recruited by other um, colleges and whatnot. Um, so my first time getting recruited was in eighth grade. Um, so it was really shocking to me, I would say, because I was so new at the sport. And I was also playing a different position than I play now. Um, I was a middle blocker when I first started. Um, so I was getting recruited at first as a middle blocker and actually the school that I ended up choosing, or choosing, sorry, <laughs> ended up choosing um, was Arizona. And they actually first started recruiting me as a middle blocker. And they were like one of the first schools to recruit me. Um, but yeah, initially the process started for me, I was like eighth grade. And then I ended up committing to Arizona junior year of high school. So I waited a little bit of time, you know, just to kind of really weigh out my options, find the good fit for me. Um, you know, I wasn't in a rush because I really didn't know what school that I wanted to go to like at all. Um, so I was just, it was really nice not having like any pressure from like, oh, like choose a school, choose a school. It was really all up to me, all about how I felt about the campus and stuff. So the recruiting process for me was pretty smooth, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about like, was there a final like three schools? Yeah, there were. So yeah, obviously Arizona, U of A, um, North Carolina, and Kansas were my top three. All right. And where where did you say you were originally from? Where where did you say yeah. you were originally from? I know you said you lived you were moved in Minnesota. Yeah, I originally was born in Minnesota. Um, uh, and I lived there for about eight years before we moved to California. And then I did like most of like my growing up in California before I left um, for college. Gotcha. Then I was like oh, in Arizona, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So uh, how, how was it just going to Arizona, just like school-wise and like playing-wise? I loved it, yeah. Nice. I mean, when I first got to the campus, I was like, oh my gosh, this place is amazing. Like the girls that were on the team while I was getting recruited were awesome. The coaching staff there was awesome. Um, so yeah, I was like in love with that place. And I went on three, I actually went on three visits before I committed to that school because I just wanted everyone to see it. I wanted my dad to go, I wanted my mom to go, I wanted everyone to go just to see, you know, just make sure that like they thought it was also a good fit for me and like they could see me there. Um, but yeah, I loved it there. I was, I had a good time. You know, I met um, some really close friends of mine that are still close friends of mine to this day. I have a good relationship with the coaches still. Um, you know, that's like my home. So yeah, in terms of playing also, you know, it was rough for me at first my first year just coming off the bench not as like playing as a starter was tough for me because like I was always a starter I was always like the go-to player like mm -hmm. on every team that I played so going to that was like okay like I really need to like think about what I need to work on you know for the following season and then my sophomore year I ended up being a starter we went to the Sweet 16 that year um, I was the youngest starter on that at that time um, so that was just like a really eye-opening experience for me and I learned a lot in my four years there so I think it, it was like the perfect situation for me you know I had to grow not even like as a player but as a person also when I went there which was you know important for me as a player it helped me in the long run for sure so I think I definitely made the right choice by going there yeah for sure and then um like like during college did you did you think you were going to go pro or like did you want to I know like in America there's I know now they just start out a pro league here um mm -hmm. so what, like what was your just like thoughts during college um I knew it was a possibility to play professionally I would say going into college I knew that 
Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously going in, I was like, it seemed just so far-fetched that I'm like, oh, like I'm a long ways away from, you know, doing that. Cause the girls that I knew that were playing overseas were like, you know, on the national team, Olympians. I'm like, I'm nowhere near that, you know, right now. So I was like, okay, like it could be a possibility for me. Maybe like if, I don't know, the tables turn here in the first early stages of college. Um, but I would say it became more of a realistic thing for me in my senior year. Like the last, the last season for me was when I was like, okay, um, like that's something that I wanna do. After this, I ended up actually graduating early just so I could go play overseas, you know, like as soon as possible because um, I went at the half season so like in January is like the half season of um, like European teams. It was the start of the Philippines, which is where I first ended up playing. Um, so it was perfect like for me, you know, to finish early. I was able to go right away to play somewhere, you know, professionally overseas, get my foot in the door on that and, you know, start that whole different, you know, ball game. Um, so yeah, that was, it was more, I would say more of a realistic thing for me it, at like towards the middle of my senior year, you know, it was like having good enough numbers to do it. Um, people were asking me, um, agents, you know, were contacting me. My coach was asking like, hey, are you interested? I'm like, mm, yeah, I guess. Like if I could, you know, make money doing this, why not? So yeah, yeah that's kind of my, my thoughts about it. Yeah, for sure. Now what, what's your, like, what's your take on, um, I think it's Athletes Unlimited that they created like the new American League. Like what's your take on that? And like, like, tell me, like, cause I don't know that much about professional mm-hmm. volleyball. So tell me like, what's the differences like maybe playing here versus going to Europe? Um, well, I do know that with the Athletes Unlimited, there was, I think about, I think want to say 48 women that were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those ladies played overseas also. And a lot were, I would say about like, there was a good handful that were probably first year pros, like just came up from college um, and, you know, it was really their first experience playing like with professional players. Um, and it was a really, really short season. So it was really intense. And like, from what I've heard about it, um, like just the level of the volleyball is really high, obviously, because you have people that were in the Olympics, you have people playing at high college um, volleyball, which you get that over speed, but you don't get that level of volleyball on the same side of the net and across the net you know it's like more I would say in Europe it's more watered down like every team has like two or three really good players that are probably at that level whereas you know like maybe the majority of the team isn't so you know you get your you know a couple of good players that you see once or twice a week um but there it's you know it's even a step above the college level which is you know college level every night every match is like a grind Mm -hmm. um so I would say that would probably be like a level above that just in terms of the experience of the players um and I would say even like in terms of level of the games that you're playing on like a night-to-night basis that's probably even more so than most of the leagues in Europe Mm -hmm. I'd say um you would have you have the Italian league uh the first league in Italy is probably the best league that you could play in um overseas you have France Germany all have really good leagues, but there's really nothing that would compare to like the girls that were playing in that athletes unlimited thing. Gotcha. Yeah. It kind of, kind of like reminds me of like 
you know, like WNBA and they go overseas and then, you know, the, like there's yeah, one yeah, yeah. Americans on the team and things like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what, what advice would you give to just like a, a young volleyball player, like trying to go pro or trying to get like a D1 scholarship? I would say, you know, get a, like a good, I'd say minute and a half, two minutes of video that you can send to college coaches, um, especially if you're not playing club. But for sure, you want to play club because that's where you're going to get the most, you know, eyes on you in terms of college recruiters. Um, you know, you're going to have teammates that are maybe getting recruited. And if you're playing with those girls, you're on the same court as them. So you're going to get, you know, people watching you also. Um, so playing club is huge. Um, having like, you know, at least a minute to two minutes of video that you can send out is, I think, a plus. Um, and just asking the right questions and, you know, just knowing kind of like watching watching the game, becoming a student of the game is important because you can learn so much just by watching, asking people that you know that play, maybe like someone that you look look up to and be like, hey, how do you do this? Like, is this something that like you think I could do to work on? Like, you know, just asking the questions that can make you like just a step better. All right, well, now that you said that, like what, what would you want to know that you didn't know at the time? Like say, or in mm-hmm. college or like before pro or whatnot? That's a good question. Oh, uh, I don't think anyone's asked me that question. Um, something I would want to know. Oof. I think something I would want to know would be, well, not everything's going to go your way. Yeah. And like, you need to have like a resiliency too. And just being able to bounce back fast is really important. So I think just knowing that you're going to go through these ups and downs ahead of time <laughs> before they come would be really you know an advantage so knowing that like you're gonna face like some really challenging moments and just knowing like you know it's normal mm-hmm. I think that is something that you know everyone should could benefit from yeah yeah definitely yeah and then, uh just mm-hmm. going into women's sports in general um like what do you think like more people could do to to support women's sports mm, I think the views mm-hmm. what having people watch is huge you know um and you see the difference in like say the nba and like the WNBA. just the number of people that watch it is shocking you know just because like it's basketball at the end of the day you know Mm -hmm. and especially for volleyball it's such a huge like it's such a widely played sport in the u.s that it's surprising to me that it doesn't get a lot of tv time and it doesn't get a lot of views on tv when it is on tv and part of that is because, you know, there's not a lot of advertising for it. So I think that's another thing that would really improve the amount of views. Just advertising, like, you know, how they have, like, really fun, like, ads out there for, like, basketball games. Like, doing stuff yeah. like that, I think, would just get more people's attention. Because, like, you have all these young girls everywhere that play volleyball. So, you know, that, like, if it's on TV, they would watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not out there for people to watch. And also, it's a hard game to put on TV because... Um, Sometimes the game could be an hour and a half long, or it could be three hours long. And it's hard to like have that time slot. So like if the game does like go long or go short, you know, to fill that TV slot is really difficult. Um, And that's like something that people are looking at to see if there's a way to like adjust the scoring. So it could be like more of a, more of a condensed Mm -hmm. game. So people would be able to watch it more efficiently, I guess. But yeah, I think advertising is huge and just getting people to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the mm-hmm. like the times I see it the most is obviously like during the Olympics, and then yeah, uh, yeah, and then sometimes uh, like sometimes Sports Center has highlights of like the college game. 
yeah for sure which is nice when you see like those really cool plays and stuff that people are just like oh wow but like people honestly they watch it and I think it's cool but they don't know really what's going on either yeah. so like an understanding of the game is also important and it's difficult because people just think we just rotate and like everyone plays different no it's not like that at all you know there's so many like crossing patterns it's just it's just an in-depth game that it's like if you don't really understand it it's hard to watch and <laughs> I even struggle to watch it sometimes you know like it can be boring to watch like if you don't know what's going on you know so it's one of those things where it's just like the more people watch it they more the more they learn and like it would just take people to kind of help grow the game grow the knowledge of the game to get more viewers is like is the olympics like one of your goals <laughs> I want to say yes, but at the same time, not. it's never really been one of my goals, you know, um, to be able to compete at that level with those, the women that play at that level would be enough for me, you know, just to say like, like, yeah, I was playing with this girl, she's done this, she has this medal, you know, it's like, it's awesome. And, you know, playing, I played in the like USA, like college national team, even playing there, I was like, you know, mind blown, just like how much, how many girls are involved and it's difficult. It's really competitive, but I mean, if it's something that I could see to like push myself, maybe have tryouts, I would definitely go for it, you know, cause you never know. So yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What about, I got some fun questions for you. Uh, what's, what's your <laughs> favorite like song right now? Mm, oh my God. Okay. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people don't know her, but Cash Page. As, if you take any one of her songs on her album, Teenage Fever, it, it, it is perfect. It's like the perfect album for me. Um, but my favorite song, I would say, is London on that album. If you've heard I, it. I feel like I feel, know, like I, heard, not, yeah. I feel like I heard her name, but I, I don't know if I heard her songs. Okay, you have to listen to it after this. Just, you know, <laughs> just think me when you listen to it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll check it out. What, uh, what do you like to do in your free time? Mm my free time it's you know there's a lot when you're overseas there's a lot but um here especially we go out like to walk around and like look at the the views of the island because it's so pretty here just spend time with my teammates get to know them more uh but yeah we go on like little hikes sometimes little walks to see take pictures stuff like that when i'm back home i like to hang out with my friends hang out with my dog you know hang out by the pool read listen to music go shopping typical girl stuff yeah. <laughs> I, I watch it I like food also I'll, I'll eat oh that's what I was gonna ask you next what like what uh mm -hmm. what kind of like interesting foods have you ate overseas oh god um or any new I would like, say probably, yeah I would say probably the most interesting eats I've had were in the Philippines and I love like Asian cuisine so being over there like they have rice breakfast lunch and dinner you know, um, so that, for me, that was perfect because I love rice, you know, all of that. But I'd say there was like this thing, it's called Balu, mm -hmm. I think is the name. And it's like this egg. I didn't like it, but it's like this egg that's like, it's cooked, but it's not cooked. So like you crack the egg open and you have to drink, you have to drink this like juice that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. And like the egg is cooked. So it's like you're eating the egg, but it's, I don't know, it's, either a chicken something in there i don't doesn't, know doesn't sound that for sure was like it was something that was really interesting yeah it wasn't that good they all the girls there love it and if they watch this they'll be like oh you didn't like it like no <laughs> you know so yeah that was probably the most interesting i've 
plenty of time. Yeah, it sounds interesting, and I don't want to try it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't recommend. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, last one. What's something people uh, don't know about you? Mm, people don't know about me. Well, people don't know probably that I have um, a sister that she's um, only fourteen months apart from me. People probably don't know in general that I have siblings because I don't like put them out there. I must have three siblings. My brother is, um, <laughs> he's at Drake University right now playing basketball. And he's his first year there. He's a walk-on. And then my sister, uh, my youngest sister, she's also a volleyball player. Um, she's young though. She's like 15 now. She's just starting volleyball. And I have another sister, the one that's four months apart, and she's a chef. There we go. We're shouting out the fam. Yeah, I got to shout out to Sam, always. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they could follow you on social media? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my Instagram is just my first and last name, Kendra Dalkey. Um, My Twitter is K underscore Dalkey, And that's really the only social media I have. I think I have TikTok, but I don't ever post on there. So they don't need to follow me on there. <laughs> yeah, those two, so Instagram and Twitter. All right, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Nice to have this chat with you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.